Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to help you get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today we're going to talk about what you need to do before you start automating your shit. And unfortunately, what you need to do is to do things manually, then automate. The exception to this could be if you were hiring someone to do something new in your business and that person was already an expert in how to do that thing. So you're good because guess what? That person has already done the hard work of figuring out how things are supposed to go so that they understand what and how that thing can be automated. But this is for those of you who are DIYing your shit. You have to crawl before you can walk, before you can run. So crawling is when you're starting out. You have a goal in mind, but you have no idea what you're doing. So you're just using your best guess on what you have to do, what tools you need, what order things get done in. So the shit gets done, but it ain't pretty. You got there in the end, but it took a long time. You're frustrated and your knees are all scraped up. Then walking is when you've been doing it for long enough that you have a workflow, a nice, repeatable, consistent set of processes and checklists that you can do in your sleep. It's smooth, but the whole thing still takes longer than you'd like. At this point, you are ready to run and not before this point. So When you're ready to run, that's when you're looking to see where there are opportunities to automate. Uh, If there are more advanced tools that will take on some of the more tedious tasks and essentially free up your time or allow you to do higher volume of things because you're not having to do it manually. A lot of times I get people coming to me who have barely sat up, never mind crawling, and they want me to help them run. It's a frustrating process for everyone. And it's also what causes a lot of automation mishaps that get blamed on software instead of on the user um, because the user doesn't understand what needs to happen. And for anyone who has studied computer science, this is of course the phenomenon known as garbage in, garbage out. So the moral of the story is this, don't automate if you don't know what the steps are supposed to be. And I touched on this briefly in episode 17, but I'll recap in case you missed that one. So if you have some sort of business process and don't actually understand it or know how to complete it or don't have a clear idea of what you want to happen at the end of that process, then you should not be automating it. The question I always ask people when they're talking about automating something is, do you have all the steps worked out manually? Because if you don't, then how are you supposed to tell the computer or the system or the program or the service what to do? It's that whole garbage in, garbage out idea. At the very least, even if you haven't actually done the thing manually, You need to detail it out as if you were doing it manually so that um, thinking and documenting all of the steps, even if you're not actually doing them, that still needs to happen. And sometimes that will be good enough. 
sometimes it takes the actual doing to catch every single little thing. So I would still recommend the doing, um, especially for really complex processes. If it's something fairly straightforward and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to document it in detail so I know what needs to happen. You'll probably be okay. Let's look at a couple of real world examples that I've dealt with. So a client wants to set up an automated appointment booking system. Great. This person was envisioning all the benefits of that. So things like the amount of time she'd free up by eliminating that annoying back and forth, choosing dates and times with people, uh, no more forgetting to manually add meetings to her calendar and then either missing them completely or accidentally double booking herself. Having all of the information about the person and the meeting topic at her fingertips right away. Uh, and then, of course, no more no-shows or missed meetings because there were no automatic reminders. Because, of course, as we all know, just because something is on someone's calendar doesn't mean that they're going to remember to show up. <laughs> so that all sounds great. Um, so at this point, this client was crawling. You know, she, was, she wasn't always successful, um, but she was crawling. She was doing the things. It just, it wasn't consistent. It wasn't repeatable. Things were still getting missed, um, but it was a good start. So we started to document what she was doing and what she was often missing or what she wasn't sure how to do. She kind of knew what she wanted to happen, but she didn't have any idea how to accomplish that. And we did all that so we could identify what else needed to happen, what was missing, and then which of those things could be automated. So as an example, here are some of the things that I asked her and we walked through to kind of get a more detailed flow. So did she have one calendar or did her availability need to consider multiple calendars, right? Because if you have a business calendar and a personal calendar and your client appointments are getting double booked when you have like dentist appointments and you have to pick kids up from stuff, that totally defeats the purpose. So do you have to consider more than just one calendar? If you have everything just jumbled into one calendar, then you're good. <laughs> Next, did she have set days or times when she wanted people to book meetings or was it just kind of whenever she was free? So we had to think about, about that. And then when someone booked an appointment, what information did she need to get from that person every time? And it almost always goes far beyond just the person's name and email. <laughs> you might need to know um, if your call, if the call is kind of like an open-ended appointment, um, then you might need to know the topic of what they want to talk about or even the details of what they talk about. If it's something like a discovery call, then you might want to know more information about their business and what they do so you can vet them. 
at things like that. So what are all those questions that you, you always ask people that you can get ahead of time instead of either, you know, forgetting to ask and going like, oh shit, at the beginning of the meeting, I didn't ask you these things. Or um, that often take up too much time in the meeting and that they could easily answer ahead of time. Then, so someone has booked, um, do you need those appointments to go automatically onto your calendar? And if so, and you have multiple calendars, which calendar is it going to? Do you need the person who booked to also get, you know, some sort of like add to calendar link so that they can put it on their own calendar? Do you need a notification about a new booking? Because sometimes just having something show up on your calendar doesn't bring it into your awareness enough. Uh, sometimes you might also need some sort of email notification or a text notification, or you need to sh it to show up in your task or project management software. Uh, when should the meeting reminders go out? Five minutes before, an hour before, 24 hours, 48 hours? And how many of those reminders do you want to send to people? And do those reminders go to you and the person? Or do you just need them to go to the other person? Um, all of these reminders and notifications, are they emails? Are they texts? Are they in-app notifications for yourself? Like, how are those things happening? What do you want to experience? What do you want the other person to experience? So that's not even all of it, but we don't have all day. <laughs> so I'm going to stop it there. But without walking through all of the steps that the user could experience or that she wanted the user to experience and that she needed to experience in order for those meetings to be successful, automation would be at best messy and at worst impossible. Um, so let's look at one other, one other thing that has come up with almost everyone I've worked with, um, task and project management. So this one, this is a, a big one, a massive one. This is far too complicated for just a few minutes inside another episode. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to give kind of a high level example of, of what's going wrong. Um, so everyone wants to be more organized and they want to feel like they know what they need to do on any given day or what needs to be worked on in any given week. But what I see people doing is trying to go from zero organization to implementing a system in something like Trello or Asana or ClickUp without stopping to think about what they actually need to be productive because everyone is different. And I know I've talked about this in other places about the different tools I've used and how uh, like I would try something out and it just it just wouldn't work for me I didn't like it it's not a knock on the tool like although Asana has changed quite a bit so that I think if I sat down and forced myself to use it I'd probably be okay but years ago when I first tried to use Asana 
I didn't like it. It just wasn't structured in a way that made sense to my brain. And I kept trying different things until I found Trello. And Trello worked the way my brain worked. And so even though I've moved on from Trello, the things that I've used since then, I have structured them in a way that's very, very similar to how I use Trello because I finally figured out what I needed to see, how I needed things to work. And so now I just find a tool and I make it work that way. Or I can look at a tool and go, okay, it doesn't have A, B, and C features. It doesn't matter how awesome it is. I know that won't work for me. So like I said, everyone is different. So I'm going to give you three examples um, of how people are working differently and struggling. So I have one client who likes to start with really high level brainstorming when she's working something out. Um, and so then from there, she kind of starts to niche down and focus on the details and work everything out in one go. So that's great. It's perfect, actually. The problem is this work isn't documented in an easily accessible place uh, where you can see all the things broken out and timelines and things like that. So what happens is that a couple months later, she kind of looks around at what she's got, can't see the thing that she's thinking of at a glance, and so then starts over and just does that whole brainstorm high level to detailed all over again. So it's, it's such a waste of her time because if she could just easily grab that work that she did first, review it, and then tweak what needs to be tweaked, we wouldn't be going through all of that thought work again. So that's example number one. Example number two, I have another client who likes to know what she needs to do next, but um, hasn't really worked out any sort of system um, or tool to get that um, to get that information. So she spends most of her time in her inbox and doesn't like using other tools. She's tried things and just for whatever reason just doesn't like them. Um, and so the result being that she gets frustrated searching through her emails, finding out, okay, where were we with this task? Um, what do you need from me on this? So again, it's frustration and it's wasted time. And then third, um, there's a client who likes having a dashboard kind of idea so she knows what's happening at any given time. So it's, it's easy to see what she's supposed to be working on, what other people are working on, what is coming up to do. But what happens is that she never sends any tasks or information there. And so she gets frustrated when she can't find things or the information is out of date, but nothing's getting updated unless, you know, somebody has to make it a project to sit down and update things because there's no simple way to just add tasks or add updates. So the common issue here, uh, the tools, don't match the way these women work. So if any of that sounds familiar to you, you need to step back and figure out 
what you need to see in order to get shit done. Don't worry about what tools are out there. Don't focus on, okay, everyone loves ClickUp, so I'm going to use it. And now I'm going to base my process around how ClickUp works. That's not the effective way to do things. That is what seems easiest and seems like a shortcut, but in the end, it will come back to bite you in the ass, I promise. So think about what you need to happen independent of any sort of task or project management tools. Think about things like, do you need to be able to quickly create tasks and reminders? Would you be doing that from your desktop? Would you be doing it from your phone instead? Do you need to be able to turn existing emails into tasks? Um, existing text messages into tasks? Do you need to turn web pages into tasks? Do you need due dates on things? This is a funny one because some people really need due dates and some people find due dates restrictive and they kind of just know, okay, this week I have to get these 10 things done. But if you do need due dates, do you need reminders to happen when those due dates are coming up? And if you need reminders, how do you want to get them? Do you need them in your email inbox? Do you want to get text messages about them? Or if you're on your phone a lot, do you want some sort of notification from an app to pop up? Do you have lots of recurring tasks that you need to recur automatically? Do they kind of just as soon as it's done, then the next one triggers? Do you work mostly from your desktop or your laptop? Or do you work mostly on your phone? Or it could even be both. Maybe it's a 50-50 mixture of both. Do you need a daily dashboard that only shows you the things that you need to get done that day? Do you need a weekly dashboard that does the same thing? Do you often add on-the-fly tasks that need to be reflected automatically in that dashboard? Otherwise, you're going to forget about them. Do you need a way to identify if you've added too many tasks for a given day or week. Again, this is just the tip of the iceberg, but figuring out your work style is so crucial. Any task or project management tool can do the job, but can it do the job the way you need it to? And this is exactly the reason why there are so many tasks managers and project management tools because they were developed with different kinds of people and different business needs in mind. So remember, crawling is frustrating <laughs> and it's slow, but it is a necessary step in the process to speeding things up and automating. So that wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That's brandy with an I, not with a Y. 
And there you'll also find show notes and links to any of the resources I mentioned today. While you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice. And I wish you all the best getting shit done this week. Bye.